Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. And a good Saturday morning to you. That music tells us time once again for another almost hour of Tech Talk with our friend Doug Swinhart. Good morning, Doug. Nice to work with you again this Saturday. Well, hi, Danny. How are you doing on this fine day? I'm doing good. You know, I kind of like this working from home idea. I don't know about you, but I kind of like this. Well, you know, I always like coming into the station, but as far as working from home, I've done this for well over three decades now. So this is nothing new for me, the working at home. But radio, I always like, kind of like to drive in. But oh, there is, there, uh, no, I'm, I'm with you there. Perfect. There is that social aspect because when, uh, you know, we're together in the studio that we can kind of you know, look at each other and wave and, you know, whatever needs to be done. It is a little more difficult when you're separated like this, but it's still lots of fun. And I want to remind our listeners that uh, Doug has answered these computer type of questions for a long time, many years here on CCO. So if you have any kind of issues with your computer and you want to ask Doug questions, free advice, he knows his stuff, call it in or text it in. And, you know, if you're familiar with the show, you know, we tend to get really busy. So don't wait Call in your question or text it in. That same number applies to either phones or texts. And that number is 651-989-9226. 651-989-9226 for both phone calls and text messages. Doug, I was thinking a couple of days ago when, when I know we were going to get together today about is there a, a pretty common error, and I don't mean folks that know high-tech stuff? I mean, just regular old uh, PC users. Is there is there a mistake or two that we, we commonly make that maybe we shouldn't, whether we don't shut down the computer or wh- whatever the case may be? Can you think of anything like that? Well, you know, Steve and I used to talk an awful lot about backups, and that is something that people kind of overlook. It's, um, it's much, much easier and much, much quicker to do it on a weekly basis or possibly every two weeks, depending on how much work you do. But that's probably the biggest thing that's overlooked. That plus the fact of just take a little bit of time and learn about what's called file pathing. Hmm. We have a, a better handle on the organization of where we're saving our files. Everything just seems to get much, much simpler and much, much easier. And none of this is that difficult. It, it really is. More about just getting a handle on on how this thing structures, and you think about it like a file cabinet and drawers, or 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 folders, or however you want to think about it. Doesn't matter as long as you actually know that your pictures are in your picture folder, 
documents are in your document folder. And other than that, I think those are the two main areas. And everybody's focused on security and getting into the technical stuff. And let's get the basics covered first. Great question, Danny. Great question. Yeah. Thank you. Well, that's, that's a good idea. I, uh, with all the CCO Good Neighbor tours we've taken, uh, and, of course, a lot of pictures uh, during those trips, I've used, uh, before I went to this Mac, I've, I've used uh, an external hard drive. That's not a bad idea, is it? Uh, but what about a Mac? What can I use? What program can I use on the, uh, the iMac for saving, let's just say, all these old pictures? Well, you know, the cost of external hard drives today, everybody should have one. They're just yeah. really, really inexpensive. And that would be one form. As far as software, there's lots of backup software, but I really think that people would do themselves a huge favor by just getting in tune and learning how to use copy and paste uh, and get to understand that it's clicks on a mouse to copy and two clicks on a mouse to paste. And that manual activity of having two folder managers, file managers open at once, it really gives you a good basic understanding of how these files are actually transferred. And once you have that down, that copy and paste, if you're putting it on your external hard drive and you happen to have a, 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 a cloud storage open at the same time, you do one copy, two paste, and now you've got three full copies of that data. One up in the cloud, one on your hard drive, and one that you're working with. That really is, in my opinion, a minimum of what data people should, should be keeping. It's inexpensive today. No reason it's not getting done. And it's much, yeah, much easier than most people think. That's good to know. 651-989-9226. Send a text or phone call for Doug. Either way, we'll get you Doug's phone number, too, and there's a site, website, to get you some extra help if you need it. But do call us or do text us. We'd love to help you out. Here's a text that came in a bit ago, Doug. It says, hello, we have a computer that you, meaning Doug, put together for us, where we can go either to Windows 7 Professional or Linux. A texter says, I need to update Windows from 7 to 10 on the Windows side as well as uh, anything on the Linux side. I guess they're looking for some kind of uh, direction there from you. Yes, right. I didn't hear from them unless they're calling and can't get through. Um, This is, uh, I would highly suggest that we take it right straight from scratch. Take that hard drive out, put in another one if necessary, which is the way I prefer to work. Uh, that way, if anything goes wrong, we can go back to the original. But that is going to require a complete, fresh reinstallable. Not too bad. Should be able to have it done in a day as long as their equipment's running well. Um, that's uh, I like doing that right from the ground up. Much, much cleaner, much better control, and it really is the way to go. There was a, a little paragraph that came in late that was attached to this uh, text that I see just uh, popped in. Uh, it says to cont- they, they want to continue working from home Monday. If, Texter says, I go into Microsoft to update it from 7 to Windows 10, will that affect what files, pictures, etc. that we have on the Windows side as well as anything on the Linux side? Uh, very well, Ken. Um, Windows 10 really, really wants to take control of that boot sector. And if that boot sector gets taken over by a Microsoft EFI, then you're not going to see Linux anymore, and you possibly might not even be able to get into your Windows 7. So that's um, that's pretty critical. I think that that one, that, they might want to give me a call. I better get on that one. 
Okay, well, let me give you your phone number, and we'll do this again certainly a couple of times before uh, you leave us today. This is Doug's number now, 651-552-9543. 651-552-9543. Or get on uh, WCCOTech.com. It's all one word, lowercase, WCCOTech.com. It's 1116, Doug. We have to take a quick break here, but we'll have more calls and more text messages. If you have any kind of a computer issue you want to get that straightened out, call us 651-989-9226. We'll be back with more Tech Talk here on News Talk 830 WCCO. And a good Saturday morning to you. Welcome to Tech Talk here on News Talk 830 WCCO. If you have any kind of a computer problem issue, any kind of an issue with your computer, you want to talk to the expert, that's Doug Swinhart. Here's your chance to get some good advice. Our phone number and text number, same thing, 651-989-9226. As usual, Doug, we have texters, we have callers, so I'm going to put you back to work here. Uh, Let's see. Uh, Pat is calling from St. Paul, I believe. Pat, you are on with Doug. Hi, my computer says my hard drive is full. What's that website to go to to clear clear it, make room for other things? Uh, that you're going to want to be careful of so you don't take any data off. But you want to begin by using a, a Microsoft command, and it's C-L-E-A-N-M-G-R. Just click on your menu button, hit the run box. If you don't happen to have a run box on your menu, hold down your Windows key. Generally, the lower left-hand corner of your keyboard has got a little Windows logo on it. Hold that down and then press the R key. That will open up the run box and just type in C-L-E-A-N-M-G-R and just kind of follow the prompts, get rid of your temp files, get rid of all the junk files, maybe even get rid of some update files, some files that you no longer need. That should create you some space to begin your project. Then you're going to want to start looking at what data you could take off or maybe transpose over to an external hard drive or a cloud storage. And but this is Windows needs that disk space to stretch out. It's critical. And I have a feeling that your hard drive might be big enough, but it's partitioned into two drives. And you may be saving files on the small partition instead of the big one. Um, take your time. There's tons of information on Google about this. This is a is an issue that's been around for many, many decades. And I don't think it's gonna go away. I hope that helps. Thank you so much for the call. Have a good weekend. Yeah, thank you, Pat. Good luck with that. 651-989-9226. There is a line open now if you want to fill it or send a text instead. We have some text messages, too. Uh, However, Debbie, I believe, is calling from Ogilvy, Minnesota, with a question. Debbie, you are on with Doug. Hi, Doug. Um, I have an old XP um, tower that still runs really good, and it's got a... um, CD burner and a DVD burner in it. I'm wondering if um, if it's worth doing something with that to change the operating system, update it somehow. That machine, in my opinion, is an absolutely perfect example of converting to a Linux machine. And depending upon the exact hardware, there's literally hundreds of distributions of Linux. But on yours, I probably would be looking at either Peppermint and it's just a P-E-P-E-R-M-I-N-T-O-S dot com uh, or Linux Mint. And Peppermint is an offshoot of Linux Mint. Both look and feel very similar to Windows. 
It's uh, they're designed from the ground up to be an easy transition, and you pop in a drive. I, now would be a good time to be thinking about a solid state drive too. It, that solid state drive will increase your bare minimum by four times. And with Linux, you won't require any antivirus. You won't require any any malware uh, protection. It's all built in. Really is the way to go. Um, I probably convert two to three computers a week doing this. I love these older computers. There's a lot of advantages to the older machines that we no longer have with the newer stuff. So, uh, like, like, like what? Though? Like what? It away, throw it my way. Like, <laughs> Thank like, you for the like call. what? What? What's what's changed over the years? Oh well, they, it appears that the first fifteen to twenty years, the manufacturers were really pushing the envelope. Um, Windows would come out and it'd be bigger and heavier and more bloated and take more. And of course, Microsoft is say, well, it's not our fault. Need more hardware. And I think the hardware manufacturers took offense to that, went right back to the drawing room and kept coming up with really good equipment. After, I would say, probably the last 10 years, it seems to be more locking it down and having them programmed and built to only last a specific amount of time. Planned obsolescence is getting to be an issue here. We, mm-hmm. We've lost a lot of control in the BIOS. Uh, some of the equipment that really should go together just isn't because of what's built into what's called firmware. And I am not a big fan of, of uh, large corporations deciding when I'm going to have to buy new equipment. Granted, a lot of the new equipment is much, much faster, and that's good. That should make a computer be more stable, and it should actually make it last longer until we get things dinging around in there that shouldn't be happening. Um, so, yeah, I think some of this older equipment in future years, people are going to be really, really looking for them, and you're going to have a ton of people say, well, I had 20 of them, and I threw them in the garbage. <laughs> and it's, um, it's a crazy world we live in. Um, I love these computers that are about 6 to 10 years old or even more. They make great machines. And thank you for the call, Debbie. Well, you know, it, it's not unlike uh, some of their appliances, washers, dryers, refrigerators, uh, 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 microwaves. They all seem to be disposable these days, or maybe not uh, built as well. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. But well, it just seems no, like the older yet. stuff. I, I, I remember refrigerators used to last people 35 years. I don't <laughs> think that's going to happen anymore. And part of this, I think, is caused because of competition. And the manufacturing process, as it's in place longer and longer, they can produce these things faster and at a lesser cost, so that drives the price down. But there comes a point where, where, well, it's just you don't want planned obsolescence to rule our lives. And I think it's most prevalent in today's culture with smartphones. I, I, I can't believe that I have to buy a new smartphone every three, four years. I shouldn't have to. And, well, it's security and it's out of date. I'm having trouble buying that. If it runs good, I should be the one that decides when I replace it. If I happen to be an individual that takes really good care of equipment, I can't imagine why a smartphone shouldn't last me 10 to 12 years. It's probably not going to happen, though, because of the technology. But I think that's right. another rant for another program, right, Danny? <laughs> Absolutely. We could go on forever with that oh. one. Uh, let's see. I was looking at I know we have to break here momentarily, and I want to invite our listeners to join in on the conversation. If you have any kind of a computer problem, so you want a question, it doesn't matter how simple or how difficult, Doug's, Doug's an ace at this one. So uh, 651 
989-9226. That's our phone number and text number. So if it's easier for you to send us a text instead of uh, calling Doug, that's the same, 651-989-9226. Let's do this. Let's take a break right now and invite our listeners to join in on the other side. Good morning. Welcome back to Tech Talk around every Saturday here in the 11 o'clock hour on CCO Radio. Denny Long here with our friend Doug Swinhart, who is your friend. If you have any kind of computer issue, a problem again, uh, no problem too small or too big for Doug to handle. He's been doing it for, what, a little less than 100 years, Doug? Something like that? I think it's going on 41. No. 41 right. One of these times when we have more time, I want to ask you whatever got you interested in this business. We'll do that some other time. But well, in the meantime. Lots of time for that one. It's quite the story. <laughs> All right. Six, our, our phone number, and it's the text number, too. So if you want to call in and chat with Doug, that's great. Otherwise, send Doug a text. Same number, 651-552. Uh, uh, that's Doug's number. 651-552-9543. Or if you want to chat with us today on the show, that's 651-989-9226. All right, let's, uh, let's see if we can't uh, grab some text messages here before we get too far adrift. Uh, Tester wants to know, if one, if you're familiar with Facebook Pay and is it secure to send money? Well, I have to be honest and tell you I'm a little bit biased against Facebook. I... Um. Wouldn't I wouldn't I wouldn't do it. I think the big one that's coming up is Google Pay. Google came out oh, with yes. Google Wallet a number of years ago and but there you're gonna see a huge rush to this and before very long virtual banking will actually be the norm. And so oh, yeah. yeah, it's a it's a good thing to experiment with, but I would be some I would use some caution. Uh, right. PayPal has been around as you know, for practically forever, I love PayPal. Uh, there is some costs involved, but they have saved me thousands over the years easily. And they're good to work with. But I think the next, my next step, I had a Google wallet, and that's being converted to Google Pay. That's where my focus will be. But you're going to see a lot of these popping up. And Facebook is uh, following the trend. I have no experience, so I really can't speak to it. I'm going to hope that they're going to be secure. And again, I just have a personal bias. I I would apologize, but that I got to be honest, and right. I hope that helps. Very good. Uh, Doug Texter says I have an HP laptop, and I've tried to turn off my touchpad as I prefer a mouse. I tend to lose my document once in a while in the middle or towards the end, and have to start over again because I hit the touchpad, and it's very frustrating. Uh, the question is, how can I? How can I do this? I've even tried to remove the driver with no success. That comes from Jerry in Coon Rapids. This has been an issue since laptops and notebooks have been in existence. And there have been a couple of companies that have actually wanted to move the touchpad on top of the keyboard. And, of course, then you don't have any place for a palm rest. Almost every computer has software that when you plug in a mouse, it disables the touchpad. I have run into models that don't have that. And what I do, I take them apart and I disconnect the touchpad. Probably much simpler than what you think. Nearly every manufacturer has a service manual online. And in this particular instance, it could be as simple as just removing the keyboard just for a short time, pulling out the ribbon cable, putting it back together and screwing in two screws or one screw to hold the keyboard, and you're back in business. One thing about that, if 
you are running a wireless mouse, which most people are, make sure you carry some extra batteries. Once those batteries go, you wouldn't have any control over your computer until you had new ones. But, yeah, this is, um, this is an issue. And a lot of the touchpads have what's called edge technology, where if you touch the edge, that cursor will go to that, that edge on the screen. And that's probably what they're dealing with. This is mm-hmm. an ongoing issue. And if they have problems with that, I wouldn't charge hardly any. In fact, I'd probably do it for nothing if they bring it to my house. I'd unhook it for them. This, no, nothing at all. A couple minutes. And thank you for the text. All right. Very good. Uh, by the way, if you want to call in your question, uh, 651-989-9226, there is a line open if you'd like to do that. Here's a text, uh, Doug, that says, love your show, Doug. My name is Tom, and I keep getting the error message, quote, application has been blocked from accessing graphics hardware, MS Window Operating System. What do I need to do to fix this? Uh, that could actually be a little bit more involved than what um, what we could answer on the show. Generally... There's something going on where that application requires a higher resolution in the dry, in uh, the video than what this individual has. Possibly a driver update could help. Uh, this could be a number of different issues. Uh, thankfully, if it's a desktop, thankfully, video cards are really inexpensive today. You can get a good video card for probably less than $50. And I can't put a dollar value on people's frustration. So uh, I would suggest that they give me a call next week, perhaps, and I could know a little bit more about their system and be much better at giving them advice. But that's uh, that's an issue that needs to be overcome. Got to have video. Got to have your screen. It's a primary thing that just has to be there. And good tech. Thank you so much. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll give you Doug's uh, uh, phone number in just a few minutes. Uh, keep in mind, too, you can uh, get on Radio.com and you can rewind this show. And if you miss part of it or all of it and you want to hear it again, that's later. That's It's an amazing technique. Uh, let's go back to the phones, Doug. I think Ray is calling in from uh, Brooklyn Park with a question. Ray, what is your question, please? We've got a um, CenturyLink modem router that provides our Prism TV access and our Internet access and occasionally, between the router itself and the set-top box in another room, it pixelates and it says, oh, we lost the signal. And I've seen in Yahoo a thing called Wi-Fi Boost that it advertises that it will speed things up and make the signal stronger. And I'm wondering if Doug has had any experience with that and if it's worth the effort. I have, actually. And I, I have to be honest and tell you my opinion of the Wi-Fi boosters, I think there's more sales fluff there than actual real-world experience. It will help. If you are running wireless, you can pick up an extender of any type that will be a, a huge help, huge help. And that's probably the big thing is the distance that the TV is from the router. And there's many things that you can do with, uh, with your modem slash router. If you can, try to move that away from the equipment. Even six to eight inches may help. doesn't need to go, be towards the TV or anything like that. But check to see if you've got some kind of physical obstacle. This wireless, as, as advanced as it's becoming, and it's getting better and better every day, it still is not a perfect science. Everybody's environment is a little bit different. And that's uh, that's probably the big thing. It's environmental, but 
that should be solved in no time at all. Uh, generally, I would send people over to Micro Center and have them pick up a um, Wi-Fi extender and pick them up anywhere from 30 to, well, sky's the limit, depending on what you want to get for technology. But generally, you'd be around $50, $60. You're going to be in great shape. And Xfinity actually sells a little thing called a, a mesh system that will bounce from extender to extender to extender and give you complete coverage throughout the house. And if I'm not mistaken, CenturyLink has a similar product. If you could do a mesh, but that's generally more expensive. And, but there's all kinds of answers to this. That's, um, that's rare that it works sometimes and not others. I would say there's something environmental going on there. Just huh. take your time. You'll get it. And I hope that helps. All right, good. Here's a tab. By the way, here's our phone number and text number, 651-989-9226. Texter says this, uh, Doug, can you comment on the new Edge being more like Chrome and the benefits? Well, yeah, I uh, I started downloading that when it was still in beta, and many machines won't even take it, which what, I don't What is it, understand. Doug? What is that? that well, Microsoft is um, is replacing Microsoft Edge which replaced Internet Explorer, supposedly, hmm. and Microsoft Edge Chrome, the entire browser is built on a Chrome core. And it looks more like Chrome. It runs much, much better than any browser that Microsoft has had in the past, in my opinion. If you can get it and you want to play with it, by all means. When it comes to browsers, every computer should have a minimum of three browsers on their desktop and have access to I prefer the Brave browser, B-R-A-V-E. That's kind of my go-to lately. And, of course, Firefox and Chrome or Chromium if I'm running Linux. And the Microsoft Edge browser, I think, is um, is a decent browser. It's uh, got a ways to go. I, they may have released it a little bit early, but I think they're on the right track here. The Chrome engine, even the Brave browser, is built on a Chrome core. That's probably the most secure core there is. And they exchange information with Firefox back and forth. Probably the most secure browsers are Chrome and Firefox and Brave. And I think that Edge is a, was a good move for Microsoft. Kind of makes them look like they're copying Google, which they are a little bit, but it's public domain. They can do that. And Google doesn't mind. It's, um, it's going to be interesting to see how, what all happens with that. But I think it's a great improvement over what Microsoft has offered in the past. I like the browser. It's a good runner. Right. Excellent. Doug, hang on. We'll take a quick break here. We have more show to come. Uh, Bob and Woodbury, you hang on. You'll be first up here on the phone. And if you want to send a text, that'd be good, too. 651-989-9226. We're in the middle of Tech Talk here, around every Saturday in the 11 o'clock hour, here on News Talk 830 WCCO. And welcome back to 830 WCCO. In the midst of our Tech Talk show, Denny Long here with Doug Swinhart. And if you want to get a hold of Doug, a couple of ways to do that. Here is his phone number, and we appreciate Doug allowing us to give it to, to help you out. 651-552-9543. Again, 651-552-9543. Or if you like, get on uh, the web, WCCOTech, one word, WCCOTECH dot com. We'll give you that info before Doug leaves us today. Well, Doug, uh, I think Bob from Woodbury has been waiting there to ask you a question. Let's uh, open up the line and see what Bob has to say. Bob, what's your question? Hi. Um, I'm asking about uh, how do I get rid of 
of uh, I got several hundred thousand emails on my laptop and my smartphone and my desktop, and it's it's probably reaching seven eight hundred thousand. Is there an easy way to um, get rid of the old ones that we don't want? Yeah, we can. You can always delete those, and you. Uh, it sounds like you've collected uh, massive spam as well. This is one of the reasons I actually recommend Gmail because they do such a good job of filtering that spam and the nuisance messages. Most people today have what's called IMAP mail, or in other words, web-based. Those messages are actually saved up on the server. I don't remove or delete any messages. But if your inbox is getting so cluttered that it's disorganized, then it's time to clean house. Most email servers will also have an archive feature to where you can archive them, kind of zip them up together, compress the data, and put them off to the side, but you could retrieve them later in case if there was an emergency or some need that you might have that would be a little bit unique. But normally, I uh, used to be the thinking when, when email was set up with POP3, which all email messages were then saved on the local machine, that's back when people were going, well, my email, got to get rid of them, delete, delete, delete. Today, that's kind of changed with web-based mail. And if you need a further explanation on that, give me a call and we'll have a short conversation and I'll point you to some websites that will help explain that if I can't do it all at once. But your email, I, I've got my original Gmail. I got when it was still in beta test. I have never deleted one message from there, but the way that Gmail is set up, it's so clean and with the new ones, it really doesn't matter. And that's kind of nice because I can go back and do a search from, well, almost 18 years ago now and pull out emails from the second or third day if it's necessary, possibly something I bought. I wanted to know where I got it or how much I paid. A lot of times I use those. So I, I'm not big on deleting them. Keeping them organized, however, is huge. And that comes back to the file padding that we talked about earlier. And thank you so much. I hope that helps. Very good. Uh, we have a few minutes uh, to go here on the show. Let's see. There's a We were talking about older computers earlier. And here's a, uh, well, this is basically a comment, Doug. Uh, and the texter says this, speaking of old computers, I use, texter says, IBM ThinkPad R500s, perfectly capable, especially under Linux. They're all over eBay. Parts are abundant, easy to fix, and durable. You have a comment about that? Uh, you, you know, I wish I had a nickel for every one of these computers I worked on. These IBM ThinkPads were extremely popular with businesses back then. And this particular texture is right on the money. A lot of these computers that were business machines run and run and run and run. Kind of like the old HP printers. Some of these old printers that are 25 years old, they just keep on going. They'll never die. I, I love that. I think all equipment should be like that. But, of course... We got to have the new, latest, and the greatest, apparently. But this is true. If you're going to have an older computer, you can jump on eBay and just see what the parts exchange is. You're going to see what's popular. And Asus came out a number of years ago with a little 13-inch netbook. 
Oh, I wish I had a hundred of them babies. <laughs> you put a solid state drive in there. You upgrade the the Wi-Fi for thirty bucks from uh, Amazon. Put in a new card. These I put these things up against a brand new netbook all day long. Run and run and run. I like the older equipment. Always have and great right. tech. Great tech. Uh, question uh, on the text screen: Will Adobe PageMaker run on a Linux system? Yeah, you know, it's funny that this texter should ask that. It, you can if you set up either a virtual machine using VirtualBox uh, or another program called Wine. Uh, you can sometimes run Windows-based programs. However, this particular texter should know that Adobe Photoshop was actually based on a public domain program called GIMP, Graphics Anip, Graphic. Graphic Image Manipulation Program. And that program is available for Linux, Mac, Windows, and you can download it for free. I suggest everybody that's into any kind of photography or any type of manipulation of graphics would absolutely have GIMP, even if they were um, a a stone-cold, hard user of Adobe. Adobe products, they make good products. You know, they used to be here in St. Paul. I think they still are, I hope. Um, but they they were based right here in St. Paul. So um, Adobe, and Adobe was the first company to come out with the portable document format, PDFs. So they pushed this in image this industry forward by decades with just the release of the Adobe Reader. Um, the Photoshop, I think, is a great program. The support that you get from Adobe, I think, is absolutely worth the money that you would pay for it. But I think that anybody serious about working with graphics will need more than just one tool in their toolbox. They're going to need four or five, and they'll find that certain functions work better, but they can transfer the data from one to the other. The more they work with it, the easier it gets. But there's lots of things available for graphics today. Great, great text. Thank you so All much. Right. Doug, we have about 60 seconds to go. Here's our last text. It says, I'm about to install latest Windows 10 upgrade. Any issues? Well, that really depends on how stable the machine is at this point. But from my understanding, 1909, if that's where they're going, I have seen very few. This one's going in pretty well. And as long as you make sure that you reboot when you're done, this uh, pausing of the updates, I'm not real big on that Microsoft is now allowing people to do. It should go smooth. I don't think you're going to have a problem. It should go lickety-split and be done in a couple hours. All right. Well, we got to lickety-split out of here. I hope we can uh, do another show next week. What do you say? Should we do that? Oh, that's excellent, Dave. Love to be on. Well, how do we get in touch with you? Give us, uh, give us the phone number and the website. Thank you. 651-552-9543. And, of course, WCCOTech.com, WCCOTECH.com, 651-552-9543. And thank you so much, Danny. Have a good weekend. I'll talk to you next weekend. You bet, Doug. Thanks for all the help as usual. Thanks very much. Doug Swinhart back next week here on News Talk 830 WCCO. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.